Welcome to the Serie A Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is the season finale episode of the Serie A Show. We hope you are doing well. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but we are back. We are here to review the season. Some of you may be happy that the season is over. Um, probably talking about Chloe and myself. Some of you, maybe not. Uh, for me, this season felt like it took two years can, and somehow uh, it was really only 10 months. But yeah, this season took forever. Uh, and the drama hasn't ended though because Nima, we got Conte, Chloe, we have Yakini. He is confirmed as uh, the Fiorentina manager for next season. Roma going through this stupid takeover that has been going on for <laughs> 10 months. So if um, if there ever has been a need for a break, I would say it's now. So what we'll be doing is we'll be going through our team of the season. We'll be doing a player of the season, our most positive surprise, our most negative surprise. We'll discuss a little bit of the three clubs I just mentioned, Roma, Inter, Fiorentina, and then we'll talk about Nima's weird fetish with <laughs> team promoted <laughs> from the city of B. So the city of B right, fetish guys. with Nima Tavale. Yeah. All right. Oh, good. Yeah. At onlyfans.com. Um, <laughs> let's start with, though, our team of the season. So it seems like. I, this probably isn't going to be exactly groundbreaking. I might try to deviate just to be a weird hipster, but it seems like for, regardless of the podcast, the article, whoever you listen to, uh, it seems pretty consistent that mostly everybody has essentially the exact same team of the season. So I don't think anything we're going to reveal here or say for our team of the season is going to be groundbreaking, but that's okay. So I'll do defense. Who's got midfield? Me, Is that I you, think. Nima? It, it oh, me. Chloe's got oh, the midfield. Yeah, Chloe, yeah. Okay, and then Nima will do the attack. Yes. So, all right, I'm going to start with defense. And just to be a hipster, um, this is a guy at goalkeeper that I know, Nima, you really like. And in fairness, he's not a guy we talk about a lot because mm. uh, he is part of Udinese, which uh, is just one of those teams that is just there. They're like wallpaper. They're just there. They blend in. A team that I was kind of hoping maybe they would get relegated, but after I saw Watford get relegated, I thought, oh, that'd be a little too harsh. So I'm going to go with Juan Musso in goal. For those of you who don't know, actually, I would assume many of you probably don't know this, but the best save percentage in all of the Serie A, one of the best, most talented goalkeepers in all of Serie A, in my opinion. Uh, guys, he kind of flew under the radar this season just because, again, um, you're not really watching Udinese for anybody else other than maybe DePaul and that's it. Lasagna, maybe. Oh, maybe. I, yeah. I've, maybe. I, since Inter have been linked to this guy, uh, I've been watching Juan Musso. And also I've been looking at Ken Sama, the Swedish wing back, because I, I think he, I wanted to see how he would do because he flopped at Watford, but he's been pretty decent uh, there. So, no, I, I uh, for me, Juan Musso is, is he, he, you have to buy him. I know it's, you know, Udinese aren't easy to do business with, but to me, he's, he is the best goalkeeper, uh, you know, of, of the Serie A this season, I'd say consistently. And he's played for a really, really bad team. And he's been really, very really bad. bad. <laughs> we have to say they are yeah. very bad. 
they bad. are yeah, I they're mean, all unwatchable at times to be perfectly honest but i mean it's one thing really to be well. bad but play decent football like lecce right yeah I mean, they, they, they're they, so entertaining uh, they're entertaining as hell but they suck <laughs> but that's okay they're at least a fun watch udinese uh i, I mean for i mean I, it feels like we're going on a decade with them where they're just one of, if not the most, just unwatchable club in all the city A because they don't do anything to like grab your attention. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah other than a couple players for me, um, yeah, just they're not worth watching. Um, right back, I have Juan Cuadrado. It's not exactly a huge uh, list of talent at this role. So I went with the, I don't know, I guess the least worst of them all, I guess you would say. Well, um, no Bruno Perez. wing back he's a wing back come on Uh, sorry sorry (laughs) central defenders i went with uh and then echerby and then it left back teo hernandez i think pretty much other than cuadrado i would say the other three at the back were pretty much a consensus right yeah i think so i think um milankovic at fiorentina has um, I know he's played the most minutes of anyone um, in Serie A this season. So he's been a really consistent performer. He's scored five goals um, and he's just a real quality defender. And, you know, everyone kind of thought that um, Petzello was the best centre-back at Fiorentina, but Milankovic has really, really eclipsed him. And um, I think he's, you know, he's maybe worth an honourable mention in the team. You did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear. Him. Uh, did you? Did you choose Defray? Because I think he's been the best. I did. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, he was without yeah. doubt the best central defender in the I league. I mean, I think it was a, without a doubt. I think him. I, I think De Ligt has. You know, he's been. He's, he's gotten a lot of stick, but given how he, it was difficult for him always. He went from the Eredivisie to Serie A, and he he was going to have some teething problems. But after that, I think he's been really, really good. And I think a lot of it has been exaggerated critique against him, to be honest. Yeah, latterly, he's looked excellent. Yeah, yeah it came on at the end very well. And I think when he wasn't there, right, it was pretty glaring that Juve were much weaker without him, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And left back, who did you go with? Who did you go with left back? I missed that. Teo Hernandez, come on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought he yeah. was without doubt the best left yeah, back in all the yeah. studio. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Chloe, midfield. Okay, so I've gone with uh, Amrabat from Hellas Verona because yes, he's just looked so good. Phenomenal. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to see him at Fiorentina next season. Although he got himself banned for the first game, which was really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> um, I think um, Ben Asser at Milan, it was kind of a bit of a toss-up between him and Kessier's done really well, but mainly since the restart. Um, I think Ben Asser has adapted really well from coming from Empoli um, and Pioli's got the midfield working really, really well. And he's been probably the more consistent of the two. So I've put him in there and I've gone for a bit of a curveball uh, with Locatelli at Sassuolo. Because I think in general, in general, we've kind of... Um, we're struggling a little bit for midfielders this season, for good midfielders in Serie A somehow. Um, so, yeah, and, and they in their MVP awards, they had Papu Gomez as a midfielder, and I'm just not having that, so... Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, to, me, to me, he's not. He's not a midfielder. I don't no. get that. I, I, don't, I don't understand that at all. He doesn't even play that role. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I, I think uh, Benacer and... 
and uh, Amrabat are. I mean, I've been drooling about them and and for, for, you know over them how they played. I think they've been phenomenal. Uh, they've really stood out. I mean, Amrabat particularly has been absolutely fantastic in my opinion. I think he's what a breakthrough. What an absolutely fantastic breakthrough. I think uh, as well, just a little mention for Ben Tanker at Juve as well, because he's absolutely um, he's like on the quiet. He's really come on, and I think that Pjanic has, has struggled to play that in inverted commas Jorginho role for Sari, but um, Ben Tanker has has stepped into that stepped into that gap. And uh, if you look at his passing stats, he's done really really well. So yeah, he, he's probably another one just just outside the top for me. All right, Nima, put Lukaku in. Let's get it over with. <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's. Um, I'm, I'm gonna. I, we. I mean, yeah. I have. I'm gonna play with a fourth. Like we're playing a four-three-three here, and I and uh, you have to have Immobile because he called the record. Of course. He, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. There, there's no discussion there. And then, and then for me, Paulo Dybala has been magical uh, uh, under Sarri. He's he's the old Paulo Dybala. And you can't, you can't get away from Cristiano Ronaldo, who scores 30, 30, 30 goals as well. So I, I'm sorry, Rome doesn't make it. I love him, and I think he's been phenomenal. But in the Serie A, this is the team is of the Serie A team. I think Dybala on one wing and uh, Cristiano on the other, and then you have to have Immobile, uh, and because it's it just, you know, it, it would be unfair not to. Um, so that's why. Okay, so then I guess parlaying that into player of the season this has been really weird because i saw the um i saw a little bit of the the twitter vial that can come from the cristiano ronaldo fanboys <laughs> which was uh interesting yeah they're, they're a strange bunch aren't they yeah we, oh man I, it's like oh who cares you know okay so player of the season is it immobile then yeah I, I think so. I would go with that. Yeah, I, I mean, so if too. you, I mean, if you score thirty six goals, you know, if you equal the record, I mean, you know, it's it's it is phenomenal. And I don't want to hear any nonsense about twelve penalties. It's not like he, it's not his fault he got twelve penalties. You have still have to score the damn things. So I'm not gonna. I don't think that takes away anything from him. And I think it, it just, you know, he's been unplayable for most of the time. Um, uh, so, you know, and that Lazio with Luis Alberto. I mean, that's the thing. Just imagine, it's been a really good uh, Serie A season in, in the sense that we've not been able to get in Duvan Zapata, Luis Muriel, Ilicic, uh, and uh, Alec Papu Gomez, and, you know, all these other players, or Lukaku, etc. So, you know, we have to, it's been a very good season in terms of attack, or Luis Alberto, my own personal favorite. Uh, so, no, I, I, I'd go with, um, so I, I think, uh, yeah, I, for me, it's got to be Immobile. I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I don't think you can do anything else. Um, however, um, I'm personally not keen on watching him play. I, I would like to give the award to Papu Gomez because I think mm. 16 assists is just a, phenomen- a phenomenal number. Um, and when you watch Atalanta, I mean, they've scored 98 goals. When you watch them... He is the engine behind that attack and his tireless running, his sublime skills, his determination, everything. He's the embodiment of Atalanta, the way that they play. And, and you know, although we kind of have to um, give it to, we have to give it to Immobile. You can't yeah. score 36 goals and not get the award. I do want to 
flag up Agreed. the fact. I would like to give it to Papu Gomez. And, and I think it's just so indicative of the quality that's that's been around the league in this year that we, it's such a difficult, you know, that we're kind of torn about it, even though there is a clear winner. Yeah. And Luis Alberto as well. I mean, if we're talking assists, I mean, he had a ridiculous amount of assists. I think, what was it, 15 of, of uh, yeah, Immobile's goals? Yeah, yes. he had 15, 15 assists and Papu had 16, so he was I mean, just one less. Yeah, and he it was, I mean, 15 assists to Immobile. I mean, <laughs> like something like that crazy. It's it's truly remarkable. No, I agree. I agree. I think so. And and Dybala has been phenomenal as well. Um, so, no, it's been a very interesting season in terms of the the attack has been, it's been, a, it's you know, the city, the old... The old stereotype of the Serie A being a defensive league doesn't really stand up this season. The attacks have been phenomenal. The defense is not so much. So uh, I, I think that's that, that's indicative of this season. Yeah, more goals than any other top five European oh, league. Yeah, ninety-eight from Atalanta alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I everything. felt good about that, and then I looked at the penalties, and I felt less good about that. <laughs> I don't know if you guys that. saw the statistics. Oh my god! <laughs> Whatever we have to change to just stop this, I, I'm I'm all for it. I don't know what that entails. Just yeah, please. we I, we I, we, I we bring in this. we bring in Colina and we remove Rizzoli because anything that any organization run by Nicola Rizzoli is going to be as incompetent as Nicola Rizzoli, uh, Rizzoli, and 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 give, bring in Colina there. Like just let Pierluigi Colina do it, and he he's he he know you know I, I he's not incompetent. Rizzoli is. You know, let's let's move on because this is ridiculous. It's the, you know, it's the lack of, it's the lack of, uh, in my opinion, the lack of consistency uh, and, and and unnecessary, um, you know, the, the unnecessary confusion that they create. And it's it's his organization, and he doesn't know how to run it. And I hope there's rumors of of maybe you know not not Colina coming in and taking over, but at least being the guy who tells the referees what to do. I think that's good. Anytime Colina's involved, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I just something has to change. I agree. This was unbearable watching, <laughs> watching two penalties every match. I, I mean, it was just absurd. And we, Chloe, we know how you feel. So, um, <laughs> most positive surprise of the season. I probably am going to steal this one just because Chloe brought it up. But Sassuolo, just. Everything about them. It, it's. I'm not saying any particular player. I'm not even saying did Zerbi. Although, again, please cool it with the Pep comparisons that just stop. Um, <laughs> but for me, yeah. I, I mean, watching from where they were a few years ago with Di Francesco playing just, I mean, not the greatest of football, but still effective, to now playing effective, aesthetically pleasing football, they have turned into like the hipster's dream now. And I, for one, I very much enjoy liking them. And I did not expect that because Dizerbi, he was linked uh, to Roma before they appointed Paolo Fonseca. I did not want him. He undoubtedly proved me wrong this season because I thought Sassuolo were phenomenal. Yeah, and he's committed to them for another year as well, which I yes. think is, you know, there was definitely interest there from other clubs, probably Fiorentina being one of them. And um, he's like, no, you know, I want to finish this project. And I don't blame him, to be honest. Like, Sassuolo are having fun in a big way. And 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 that comes across when you're watching. It's it's really infectious. It's hard not to be swept swept away by it and taken in. I mean, that 3-3 with Juve was absolutely brilliant. Yes. Um, just so entertaining. And, uh, you know, long may that continue. 
Yeah, I think they've been, I mean, attacking, aside from Atalanta, they're the only other team with three players who've scored more than 10 goals, Berardi, uh, Boga, and uh, Ciccio, my favorite person in Italy, Italian football right now, Ciccio Caputo, uh, who, uh, Ciccio alla nazionale, that's all we say, hashtag Ciccio alla nazionale. Um, so, um, no, I, but, but I mean, if we're talking the positive surprise, it can't be anyone else. I mean, it cannot be anyone else than the... Than a kid, than a teenager who played his first senior season ever in Dejan Kulusevski scoring ten goals, eight assists. I mean, what is that? The guy played junior football last season. This is his first season. Uh, he gets sold to you for forty million euros, and he's the best player in Parma. And he and then he's he just can't stop running. I mean, it, it's unbelievable how this guy is. He doesn't even got lungs of steel it's it's mad it's crazy and i'm really really in- looking forward to see what he can do with sari uh in if he plays i mean that's the thing we don't know what's his best what his best position is is it a trequartista is it a winger is it a mezzala we don't know we, we don't know because he can play in all three it's it's crazy he, he is he's a mon he's a freak he's a freak he's a freak of nature and it's going to be so interesting to see what Juve do with him it was hilarious watching parma all of this season because they literally had no I mean, Diversa had the tactical acumen of that guy. I'm pretty sure I could fit in the palm of my hand. His entire game plan is, you know what, guys? Sit deep and then hoof it to Kulisevsky or Jovino. I mean, that, that's it. And Jovino stops running after the first 20 minutes, so then you're only left with <laughs> he one does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. For him to stick out in that team under that manager really says something because, Yeah. Yeah, he's not exactly working with. Uh, he's yeah, he's not exactly working with Pep there. <laughs> not exactly. No. And and Kulusevski, if you if you watch him, he gets so annoyed with his teammates because yeah. he creates these brilliant chances, and then they're yes. just not there where he wants them to be, and he's just so cross. And I think that he's really funny because he's clearly way above Palm's other players. He's clearly so much better than the rest of them. Can you just think of how many goals Cristiano Ronaldo was going to score with Dybala and that that guy feeding him? I mean, it's just, Crazy. it's ridiculous, ridiculous. But we have to give a shout out also to Hellas Verona, who I had dead last, and who were fighting for European spots. I mean, if that's not a surprise, who knows what? I mean, what what, what is you know that's what what is a surprise? It was it was it was really really interesting to see. And Juric, who I with just like you, John, and I think you, Chloe. <laughs> We were. We thought he. This guy was the worst manager in the Serie A, but it just worked. I mean, the football they played that week against against Milan, Juve, and Lazio was world class. I mean, they had five points. Well, okay, so he is Gasparini prodigy, and maybe he's taking the same trajectory as him. Because remember, this guy he stays at Genoa. He does well. He goes to Inter, and we think he is all. You know, now we think he. You know, he's totally crap. Um. He jumps around from job to job, and then he finds the right job, and he thrives there. Maybe this is it for him. I, I don't know. Other than getting uh, getting the big job, although we did see him linked to you know Torino, Fiorentina, I was actually quite surprised uh, that he's going to stay with them. Yeah, um, in, but in, yeah, again, like, like with De Zerbi, you know, he's he wants to carry on with the project, and you can't really blame him for that. No, no. yeah, not at. I mean, they they punched way above their weight, way above their weight. So I think it would have been foolish for him, especially if he were to leave for somebody like Torino. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, definitely the right decision to remain at Verona, uh, despite that stadium. Um, Nima, 
You can go first. Most negative surprise. Jesus, where do I even begin with this one? Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with before Christmas, uh, Napoli, after Christmas, Roma. I mean, the, the, the clown show that we've been witnessing at both of those clubs before Christmas and after Christmas is unbefitting both of those clubs and those fan bases. I, I, I just... It's 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 it pisses me off. I don't I don't even support either of those teams. But the the, the absolute shit show before this, you know, before Christmas was with suing players and retiro and players refusing, and then Ancelotti getting sacked, and then uh, and then Gattuso coming in there and fixing everything and everything working out, and they're looking really good, and now they're you know winning Coppa Italia and they're you know they're buying players and they're gonna you know try to go for the scudetto, and then you have Roma who made the exact different opposite. Uh, journey they looked really well i had them finishing fourth everything was looking good and then you have palotan destroying everything it's like it's like you know he, he took that club and just decided no we can't have this going so well so he picks a fight with everyone at the club and and patraki is i don't know suspended sued i don't know what's going on there and and then you have i, I feel i really i really want to give i don't know what you feel john about this this is your team and you cover them brilliantly and much better than anyone else so i don't know what your thoughts is but i i want to i want to give fonseca a hell of a lot of credit because he had yes. to he had to manage a hell of a difficult situation yeah i give him a ton of credit um i think they showed something in the last part of the season with I think they they got uh, seven wins or I'm sorry seven good results to end the season they 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 went seven undefeated to end the season but right before that they had a three match losing streak so and that essentially cost them a Champions League place so really you have to take the good with the bad uh, Fonseca I think very abundantly clear he should have switched systems much earlier for me this Roma was never built to play a four two three one I I just they they didn't have the midfield for it. So since they switched to the three four two one, they look completely different. And they look good. They look really good. They look very good. It's just a shame he didn't do it sooner. Um, because yeah, the after the start, they win against Sampdoria. Then they they have terrible results against the likes of Udinese and Milan. Unacceptable, and that that cost him a Champions League place. Um, Chloe, your most negative surprise. I think I is it to... Fiorentina? <laughs> oh, let's not even go there. <laughs> I don't think I expected them to do that well, so probably, probably wasn't that much of a surprise. But um, no, I I'd have to say Lazio because you know they were right up there going into the the unforeseen break due to COVID. Um, they you know they really looked like they were going to challenge for the title, and to see them fall apart in that way was just really disappointing and um you know I guess we thought teams might struggle after the break but for me the negative surprise was that they collapsed completely and they just they didn't even they didn't even mount any kind of challenge they just kept losing over and over again and we know that the squad is thin and we know you know all the various reasons why but it was still a disappointment to me that we didn't end up with the title race that we thought we were going to have the the meltdown in the last part of the season just seemed crazy and it's such a the, the part that i probably hated most about it was inzaghi we were praising him all season hey maybe he's turned a corner and then he goes to the 
the whining, the complaining, our schedule. It's like he took a, you know, him and Conte are on the same vitamin regimen or something. <laughs> I mean, he started complaining about the no. schedule. Yeah. Then it was about the panel. It's like, yeah, Conte, but he complains. Man. Conte has a nuclear meltdown. There's a difference. You know, Simone <laughs> doesn't go in there and says that. You know the way that Conte did this. I mean, it, it was it was clear that he had this was premeditated, but he was but he winds himself up. He went from little protection in 15 minutes to zero protection, to absolutely no goddamn protection. Like it's just it's it's it's, it's you know the guy has zero impulse control. Um, I have a I friend think who, as well. It's a it's a cover for his own failings. Like he yes, cannot. Thank you. He cannot you. admit where he is wrong. He cannot say it was my mistake we're going to learn from this unless he is like winning week in week out and getting all the praise he just cannot cope and you know that's something as a coach you kind of have to learn how to do you are going to have good times and bad times you're not going to win the league every single year and he's just not mentally prepared for anything other than than winning a Serie A title and and that really he needs to you know have some therapy or something because he's just not going to do that but the, the thing is that, you know, th- this is what pisses me off. Because before he came, he said, I'll never take a team that can't win a title. Uh, and he took Inter and said he wants to, you know, he didn't, you know, th- that was that was clearly the goal, win the title within two years. I think what re- what's really pissed him off a lot of it, although a lot of the stuff he said was true, but he just, as always, takes it too far and has no impulse control. Um, so he, he has to take it too far. But 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 he did make some good points about the, the club and, and not, you know, in, in some of the st- things he said in terms of, you know, protecting the club and, and, and protection that he wanted that he should have had, uh, but he didn't get. All of that, you know, he's, he makes good points. But I think the thing that really pisses him off the most is the fact that Juve were there for the taking and Inter could have done it despite not being the best team on paper. And it, he screwed it up. He screwed it up when he tactically rotated Inter away against Bologna, Sassuolo. That's just after the lockdown, even earlier before that. So I think that a lot of it is also that. But as you said, Chloe, the man has is has literally no self-awareness. He can never do anything wrong. It's always someone else's fault. And so he has to lose, you know, he loses his mind, you know. So it's just it's just really exhausting. It's really exhausting to watch, and and I got to be honest with you. Uh, after those forty-eight hours that ensued, with the complete shit show that started at after after the game was over, and those four interviews he did, and then the following day, with the shock waves that that sent, and then the day after that on Monday, when when everyone was basically saying Allegri was there, and then all of a sudden he goes out and says he's going to sue La Repubblica, and Inter sign Alexis Sanchez. I mean, it's not it's not even Patsa, it's FC bipolar. You know, this is this is we're bipolar. Inter are bipolar and it's just it's just it's, it's draining to have to you know, it's just draining. Um but it is that this is Inter, you know, you, 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 it's, this is how it works and and you know, it's just you got to take the good with the bad and um I guess I wouldn't have it any other way, but it would be nice if if the coach of Inter was not the you know he was he, he he when he took over he said I want Inter to stop being Pazza. Well, then maybe you should stay on your meds, dude. Because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay on your meds, dude. Like cause you're the one who are creating all the Pazza right now. So yeah. So you think he remains though? You, no, you think no, he... no, no, no. I think Inter win the Europa League and then it's a, the perfect mic drop moment for him. 
Oh my God! So they're going to eat. So what do they do then? Because that's well, salary, eleven million no, no, euros I, I, net. I, think, I mean, come on, that's you no, know, it's 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 mutual. My opinion. I mean, this isn't me reporting anything. This is just my gut feeling. Inter are going to go really far in the Europa League. They're probably going to win it, and he's uh, he's going to they're going to part ways. Mutual termination. I think you can't attack the the president, a young Chinese guy whose dad is watching him, who's you know building him up to be. Uh, you know, the guy who takes over the Sunni empire and runs that. And, you know, he's already under a lot of pressure and question because of his age and because of the fact that he's not Italian and the way he just dismisses him, that that, that has to have ramifications, you know. Uh, and the way he threw Marotta under the bus, who's been nothing but supportive of this guy and backing this guy all the way. I mean, that's another thing. Fifty-five minutes ago, this meltdown con- commenced. Marotta was out there talking about how what a fantastic job Antonio Conte has done, and you know we're going to build from this. And then he comes in there and just throws everyone who works behind the desk at the club. I mean, literally said between the warehouse guy and the chefs and the cleaners and the players, they I'm happy with everyone, but I'm going to stop there. <laughs> like, Morata must be like this guy. This, like, why did you? I decide to work with him again in the club? Yeah, they gave him Oriali. They've given him so many filters to calm him down, and then and he just breaks every one of them. Like, he's, you know, the thing is, but you have to say this again. It's such a shame because he's an absolutely fantastic coach. He oh, is. I know. That's the thing out of all he of this. He's an absolutely fantastic coach. He's phenomenal. I've seen firsthand front row seats what he's done to this team, which is simply phenomenal. Simply phenomenal. The way he's transform this team to to play some amazing football and you know the movement and the intelligence that he's you, you know the, the level that he's elevated this these these some mediocre players too it's just amazing and 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 you know he's his own worst enemy that's the only thing i can say <laughs> i that's yeah that would probably be a very fair summary like if you could just describe that guy too and it's so interesting too because he is like the perfect bridge to overtake a team from Spalletti, right? You know, Spalletti, this guy who, okay, he's won a few cups, he won a league in Russia, but it, it felt like that last piece they were missing was a manager to take them over the finish line, and it felt like, you know, Conte is that guy, right? Yeah, on paper, on paper, he's absolutely that guy, but he can't control himself. Oh, and this is this is exactly why I didn't want him, because, again, his his tantrums at, at, at you know, at Juve, Juve are a stable club. Uh, at Chelsea, compared to Inter, they are a stable club. But Inter, Inter aren't a stable club. So it's plutonium, meat, gasoline tank, and let's put it all next to an oven and hope that it doesn't blow up. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just. Ugh. I thought, I thought it, w- it would really work out because I thought, especially when he came in and he was like, "Oh, get rid of the the bad influences," you know, Icardi, Nangla, and Perisic. They can go. And I thought, and, and he was like, oh, we, we need to stop calling ourselves Patsa Inter and all this. And I thought, ah, oh, he's going to knuckle them down. He's going to get them with his, you know, his very um, intense training regime. He's going to really sort them out. And this is going to really work. And he's going to be the right guy. And But then you forget that oh, he's just, he can't cope with criticism or any kind of perceived failure and, yeah, like like you said, Nima, into um, Juve were good at managing him and and keeping him. You know, obviously he did boil over at Juve, but not as much. But into a kind of maybe not used to 
keeping someone like that under control and he's very much it's my way or no way and then and then you get these random explosions that we've had and and you know I'm kind of disappointed I thought he was the guy to sort Inter out and get them consistent after Spalletti well I'm glad we didn't record when this happened but you know who does have the most underrated interviews is Rocco Comiso Chloe (laughs) yeah um, so, you know, we were going to talk about the futures of Roma Inter Fiorentina just in general. But after Roma got that penalty, I have to say the best part of that entire thing was hearing him go mad at just the league and the injustices that pretty much happened in succession to Fiorentina. Um, that was hilarious. Love the guy. I think he's great for Italian football. So we talked about they tabbed uh, Yakini for next season. And it was really weird because he went on a... Did you hear the rant where he went on about how there's so much fake news? The whole thing with De Rossi never happened. What do you make of what they're doing? I am... I mean, he said he was like... Obviously, um, I like to be clear. There's some things that you have to keep under wraps because like transfers, you're dealing with other clubs and it's not fair to, you know, just blur everything out. But he was like... In terms of a manager, if you instead of making up fake stuff, just just ask me and I'll tell you. You know, he's just sure. like just you know, he's is very straightforward. Um, and I think what you said, John, about him being good for Italian football is really true because he, um, it's just a zero bullshit approach. Basically, he yes. he obviously has the advantage of he is Italian. He was born in Italy, so he. He's got all the good parts of being Italian, but he's because he's moved to the US, he can see things from a different perspective, whereas people who have stayed in Italy don't necessarily have that. And he can he can see that just certain things like refereeing, um, stupid errors, he can see the ridiculous holdups with building stadiums and making progress. And he just comes out and says it. And I think... That is what Serie A needs because there are too many people um, who um, in Italian football who don't speak out and don't say things for fear of repercussions, fear of upsetting the wrong person. And all that has kept Serie A down and it's kept it from progressing and, and making the necessary um, changes to modernise the league. And I think people like Rocco Camiso, who is outspoken and who just says... Like it's like the emperor's new clothes. Like everybody's like saying, "Oh, you know, you look fantastic," when he's actually got no clothes on. And Rocco has just come in and said, "Mate, you're naked." You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. He's just he's saying it how it is, and 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 I think that's what the ne- it really needs. The league, it really does. No, I, th- I I really think he's been the best character to come in, and also the fact that he plays the accordion and the fact that he speaks. <laughs> no, but like all all of that, like he just he's just a character from the yeah, Sopranos, but without but without yeah. Like, but we, okay, yeah. okay, his yeah. voice is the okay. best thing I okay. have ever <laughs> heard in my entire life. First off, okay, um, yeah, his, his Italian is the best. I I, I mean the, the the Italian he has is this this mix of. Calabrese, Italian, and the Mick and the and, and English that they came up with with the immigrants, the first generation immigrants came up with on the East Coast. I mean, the stuff he says, "Ti faccio una gioba da Bronx." I mean, I just I die for that. I'll do a job on you, like back in the Bronx. I mean, you know, it's just, how can you not? 
best okay. thing. I have no, the okay that he adds yeah, okay. at the end okay. is barks. And I then, want a loop of just him saying okay. 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 And then there's certain this like <laughs> there's certain words he can't think of the Italian for, so he just says it in English. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, or yeah, he goes, come si dice broke or just just say it's hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I like he'll say the whole sentence perfectly, and then he'll just say come si dice, and then he'll just come up with a random word. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's hilarious. Absolutely oh, brilliant. No, I, I love him. I love him. I absolutely love him to bits. And it's just uh, no, I I, 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 love the man to bits. Like I think we all do. It's Sio Rocco for president. Like yes. he's exactly what they need. This league needs Roma. I, just because I'm going on five hours of sleep, just follow <laughs> me on Twitter. I don't feel like talking about it. <laughs> I've had enough of this. Um, <laughs> you're trending in Rome I just gotta say that Solano is trending if you live in Rome and go on Twitter number 17 for now that when we started recording this so you, you, God knows how, how, how much higher you've gone since then but it turns out that you actually knew what the hell you're talking about imagine that you actually do your research and do your job properly imagine that oh um, right yeah <laughs> um, no, no it's amazing isn't it no I mean seriously we've got to give you credit for that because you said from the beginning well, this Kuwait, Kuwaiti thing was just nonsense and it was yeah. nonsense and right. it turned out to be nonsense so well done John and the, fa- and the fact that, but, but then again, you have the best trolls and the best online arguments of anyone in the world. And, and now you're trending in Rome on Twitter. It's just, the, I get it, roped into these conversations so easily. It's unbelievable. So, yeah. I think the song um, of the I think season within, has, to be, has to be the remake of the Boom Funk MC song. I'm sorry. It's just brilliant. <laughs> what well, would you agree right. with that which one do you think yeah is the, is no the that one's my favorite i mean i'm <laughs> i've always been a fan of solano and then a naughty word or a naughty <laughs> phrase following that i prefer yeah. not to say it but yeah no um yeah sorry <laughs> it's the best it's okay it's, the best rap it's okay track of all time. nope yes, it's sir. fine it's fine <laughs> we're gonna get back on track um just for yeah. just for now because since you're such a weirdo you like talking about this stuff uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the teams that are getting promoted to the city of so A from the city of B. So oh, excited! Yeah, we know. So excited! Yeah, we know you're so excited. We know. Benevento, we know. Benevento. This is such a really interesting project coming on. Uh, Camil Glick might be coming there, or I think he is coming there. Uh, Benevento, Pippo, Pippo Inzaghi. Remember him? He won. They won the city of B. They're coming up again. Um, and he's building quite the interesting team. And I think this could be, you know, this is make or break for people because, you know, he needed, I think he should have stayed in the city longer before he came to the city. I needed that experience. And now. Well, taking that wa- Milan job so early was. Yeah, it was wrong. Uh, you know, it, it was wrong. And and he, he learned from that. And then the Bologna job was, it was a complete disaster. They almost got relegated. So now, now he's at Benevento and they won the Serie B and. He's brought them back to the city, yeah, and he's playing a four-four-two, and I'm really excited to see what he can do with that team. Um, and and they're really exciting, and I really like that stadium, and I like the fact that we have a more geographic geographical spread. Uh, we have a team from Campania coming up, which Benevento. It's going to be a derby with Napoli, so that's going to be interesting. And then we have Crotone, the Sharks, who are coming oh, up God. from the from the from the south of Italy, and that's going to be really interesting to see as I well. I don't even need to see what they do this summer. They're going down. <laughs> no, uh, stop being like that. No, well, so, um, were amazing last time as well. They yeah, were, they, they really were. were. As were really really Benevento, to be fair. I mean, I'm looking at their roster right now. Um, so hold on, to your everybody, buckle up. So this is these are the <laughs> these are the sort of names you can expect to see. 
the, of course, the legendary Nicolas Spoli, everybody remembers him, <laughs> from Catania, uh, was purchased by Roma, and I believe he made a single appearance, and I believe it was under 15 minutes. So, of course, can't wait to watch him. Maxi Lopez, everybody, yeah. everybody in the world is Team Maxi Lopez, right? <laughs> Legend. He'll get you about three goals per season. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, despite the hater John, the, the hate spread by the hater Solano, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching the last playoff as well, and that's really interesting. He got Spezia, Pordenone, Cittadella, Chievo, Verona, uh, Empoli, and Frosinone, who are playing off for the la- la- last spot. How um, exciting! Oh my God! Yeah, no, but Pordenone, stuff. no, Pordenone, Pordenone are my team there. Um, I'm really, I really like them. Uh, I think that you know uh, they're, um, but I really want to get Kievo up because I think we need a, Ver- a Verona derbies to be honest. Uh, oh, back get out, please! No, they're so boring. They're so boring. <laughs> yeah, but we need, a, we need, we need, we need a Verona. We need a. But we need a Verona derby. It's the Verona. No, we derby don't. We back. really don't. Yes. That's the thing. We don't. <laughs> yes, we do. No, we don't. We do. We really do. And as someone from apart. Veneto, I can let me speak for. <laughs> let me speak for the Venetians, please. We, we, we don't need one. I promise you. This is something nobody is asking for. I, I promise you. Oh there God! There is literally nobody in the world asking for this. No, but Pordenone would be interesting because they're like the Carpi, aren't they? They're such a tiny team and uh, very tiny. I, yeah, um, in the Coppa Italia, as far as I recall. No, it's, it's it's an interesting team, and they they they're really fun on social media. They started. I remember when they played that. They started like they were they were the heroes that season in social media. The way they just you know took the piss out of everything and everyone, and them, including themselves. So uh, I'm really looking for. I mean, either them or Kievo, I would love to see uh, come up. Because I think it would be fun. Oh, come on. Kievo and Get fun in the same sentence. Yeah. Okay. We need a Verona derby. We need a Verona derby. We really do. Oh. They, they, need, they need a new stadium. But we need a new Verona, Verona derby. We do. Oh. So I'm going to go oh. Verona and Pordenone are my teams. And Pordenone yeah. play their home games at Udi, in, in Udine at the Dacia Arena. Because yes, their stadium is way too small. It's like it's not even a stadium. It's like it's a field. <laughs> it's a pitch. You, it's you a pitch. actually put Kievo Verona and fun in the same sentence. Holy well, I like shit. Verona. This season needs to end, please. <laughs> Is there anything left? Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. No, no. But it's just gonna be fun. Uh, I we'll see what happens. But I'm really, I'm really happy that although we lost, uh, we lost Lecce. Uh, team from the south we're getting two teams from the south because i think we need you know the more geographical spread we have the better it is for the league all right so before we go i give the floor to you chloe okay yeah um it's kind of a a sad a sad announcement um after just having an absolute ball on the seria show and so much fun with john and ema um i unfortunately from next season onwards i'm stepping down um, it was a really, really difficult decision to make. Um, I've got my newsletter and a podcast uh, alongside that. And it's taken a lot more time than I thought to kind of get it up and running and, and get the subscribers that it needs to thrive. Um, and just with personal commitments and that, it was it's just going to be too much, especially as um, we've discussed an expansion for the Serie A show, which is going to be really exciting. Um, so I I didn't want to be um, a burden to the other two guys. I didn't want to not be able to to you know they're hoping to do two shows a week, and it was just going to be a bit too much for me. Um, but you know I 
never say never to if they want me to come back for the odd show I'm happy to if they'll have me to come back on um and I know that it's going to go strength to strength because it's just such a great show and and it really I really am torn because I really have loved it so much and I know you guys that listen can tell that we have fun so Mm. yeah I'm sorry and you know good luck to you both well, we we both John and I will miss you like hell. It was it was so fun. We've had so much fun as you say doing this, um, and we will definitely have you back as a guest. No doubt about that. Yeah, Jesus, that came off as super depressing. No one's dying. No, no one's dying. Um, no, Chloe's not going no anywhere. One, no, <laughs> no, no, we're all still friends. Um, yeah, yeah. Nobody exactly. stabbed anybody in the back. It's just <laughs> There's no schedule on online. It's really just that simple. I wish we. Yeah. I wish we had a better story other than that. Yeah, I mean, we could exactly. fill up another fifteen minutes of time. But yeah, really, just yeah. yeah and and as so, and as Chloe said, the you know we are gonna expand and we're gonna release all that news later on. Uh, and that's kind of what this was. There was simply not time, and sometimes that happens. Life happens, and you got to take care of you know you got to prioritize. And unfortunately, this happened with Chloe. For Chloe, she had to prioritize other things. But we're all friends. Everything's great. No one's dying. We're all <laughs> friends. <laughs> so so we're just we're just gonna continue working and separately. But we will definitely have Chloe on. There's no doubt about that. And I want to thank you so much for everything, Chloe. It was an absolute yes. pleasure oh, to sit and talk, to really talk with you on a weekly basis. We yeah. really have fun together, and uh, you, we've laughed so much. And <laughs> it's we're <laughs> and, and we're uh, gonna miss you. Yeah, miss and you. good luck, right. good luck in Boca Luka yes. with everything. Thank yes, you. Thank absolutely. So before we go, before the show ends, if you want to follow our madness on social media <laughs> <laughs> from now follow- until the new season commences. You can find Chloe at Chloe J Beresford. That's B E R E S F O R D. You can find Nima probably whining about Conte <laughs> at N I M A T A V R O O D. And then you can find me trying to sleep or fighting with somebody um, at Solano underscore five six. So join us for the summer. Uh, We'll be talking football in between the time transfers, but we're not going anywhere. Chloe's not going anywhere. It'll just be a slightly different lineup going forward. But yeah, yeah, which which we'll announce in in short in in due time uh, before the next yes. season what the new format is and who we're gonna have uh, who uh, 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 as a as a substitute uh, for Chloe and all that stuff. So stay, you know, stay, stay tuned for that. Watch this space. Yes. So on behalf of all three of us, we thank you so much for <laughs> hanging, hanging out with us all season, laughing, crying from laughter, I guess we would say all season. <laughs> we know this has been very, very long. We know it's been a very odd, and difficult summer for just about everybody, no matter where you are in the world. So we hope mm. we could have, we hope we brought at least a moment of levity for you to take you away from all the crap happening right now. Yep. Um, so We thank you for listening. We thank you for the support. Thank you so, so much. We will be back soon. So we will talk to you then. Bye-bye.